Hello guys, my name is Abdurrahman Abdurrahman and welcome to Sheko with Bright Minds where we hope to connect, advance and entertain the upcoming youth by sharing stories told by people that have been through it all. On today's episode, I have with me a good friend of mine, Mana Abdi. Welcome Mana. Thank you for having me. Um, so today, inshallah, Mana will be talking about mental health, especially um, depression. Um, we're going to be talking about the what, the when, the where, the why, and the how, and the who. Um, so first of all, Mana, can you talk, can you talk about yourself a little bit more? Yes. Um, again, thank you so much for having me here. Uh, it's an honor uh, to be talking about this topic, which, you know, really, really impacts. And when I say topic, I'm referring to mental health, uh, especially in the area of depression and, um, and anxiety, which often coincide um, so just a little bit about me, uh, just a little bit about me, uh, again, my name is Mana, I, I was born in Kenya, but I was raised mainly in the U.S. Um, in the last 10 years or so, um, specifically in Maine, and um, I went, you know, through the middle school here, the high school here, and even college here, um, and now I work for a nonprofit organization, a legal nonprofit organization called uh, Disability Rights Maine, uh, which I very much enjoy. Um, and uh, today, you know, uh, Abdurrahman asked me to come and just kind of shed a little bit light on this because this is a topic that I'm really passionate about and, and that impacts me personally. Um, and I see a lot of people in my life uh, also being impacted by. What an intro. Thank you so much, Mana. So, jumping right in, can you tell us the difference between general sadness and depression yeah um so i think I, first and foremost i want to make this very clear that i am not whatsoever qualified to um in terms of academic to talk about mental i do not have any degrees in any of that i do not i, I don't have i don't even have um I, i'm not even a psych major so all of this i'm saying right now just to so that everyone we're all on the same page is from strictly from personal uh personal understanding and personal experience simple as that all right so a general sadness from my understanding and uh you know depression is that general everyone feels general sadness you see something that upsets you uh because we're human and we feel the others people and things like that where general sad uh where depression often is uh, a lot to do with your mind and uh for my experience personally speaking um my depression started like really young but i actually did not seek help until 2019 yeah so wow. it took me that long because and in, in those years all those years i knew that something was not quite right right okay. like i would have these incredibly strong like incredibly strong moods one second i'll be like really happy where it's not normal happiness almost you can tell it's not normal happiness sure. to like these really low moments um and like middle school i was fine and the uh, middle school i was I was putting a mask on of happiness all the time, all the time. And got into high school, just completely went dead. Like, completely went silent. Didn't talk to anybody. Um, like, to a point where people thought I was deaf. Legit. Legit? I, like, completely closed off to a point where some people thought I was deaf. And would, like, ask my friends if I'm deaf. Because, like, I wouldn't say anything. Oh and then to high school where, I, or to college where I could not get out of bed. So it just progressed slowly, slowly, slowly to a point where I was like, oh, my God. Like, I need to ask for help or this is not going to end well, right? 
So where I think general sadness again going back to that of, of the two distinction is someone feels sad today and then tomorrow they you know they don't feel hopeless they don't feel like this is gonna this is never gonna end where depression quite often the the, the integral the, the 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 center point is feeling hopeless and that nothing is gonna get better so uh, that's my that's been my understanding so understanding. far okay yeah I, so how did it feel I mean so just. A little, you know, back history. I had a normal sort of life. You know, anyone who looked at me looked at and saw things normal, and mm. uh, and it's mainly because I'm high functioning person. Like I have high functioning depression, where you could not tell that I'm struggling and I'm having incredibly bad day, um, because you will still see me smiling. You will still see me uh, making jokes and things like that. And the one thing you're gonna notice about people with depression is that they often have really like nice sense of humor they often mm. use it people like um the great um actor what was his name he committed suicide uh ah uh, done what uh, yeah anyways but the people when you look at it historically a lot of the people they even commit suicide like but everyone always like oh my god that person was like incredibly funny the person was always there for people like how did this happen it's because often they mask it so well that no one picks up, no on, one it. Picks it up on it so and I've been able to do that. I've been able to just completely mask it and live my life to just, like, and nothing was happening. No one could pick up none of my friends, none of uh, my teachers, none of, uh, not even my, my, my own parents, my mom. So I, I went through, and that makes it even worse. Because, because if you say it out loud, people are like, you're faking it. That's, it's not real. Like, how can you have a depression? You're completely fine. Like, you're laughing, you're making jokes, you are turning assignments in on time. You are, you know, there for people when they, when, when, when they need you. Um, you're performing even better than some people who are, who are, who look sad, yeah. <laughs> who look at, who actually look sad. So I, that was the hardest part. Feeling like I was completely and utterly like alone, um, in, in, in having this and, and that just kind of like, okay, like I'm not going to talk about it because no one's gonna believe me almost True. like no one is gonna believe me right yeah and it's just like that utter feeling of loneliness on top of feeling with all of this uh mental healthness of not knowing what's going on and not feeling okay uh this whole time and you know something is off but you don't really quite know who to talk to because everyone else is just seems like oblivious to the whole to the whole situation so alone i think that would be to, to put it like to put it in a, in a, in a conclusion is alone response i like the response um um can you tell us like what helped you get through it i think uh recognizing that so i like uh, you know me uh mm -hmm. Ramadan, i like i like doing a lot of things I, i'm involved as much as i can yes. and uh, that on top of that i'm a daughter i am uh, uh -huh. an aunt i am a sister and showing up for those roles as much as i can are incredibly important to me. Showing up for my friends, showing up for people to support them, for my community and everyone. Um, but that like legit became impossible in 2019, where like I, I, there were four months where I could not get out of bed. I could not get up, um, and I just, and I remember like I was legit driving on the highway going to work. To, I was driving to, uh, to Augusta and. Uh, and this is the other thing with depression is it comes with anxiety um and anxiety yes, can produce panic uh attacks and i was driving um i've had panic attacks a couple of times before but this one time i was literally driving 
to Augusta and I was midway and all of a sudden I could not breathe. I could not breathe. And I was just like panicking. And I remember thinking like, I'm not going to make it. Like, I'm not going to make it out of this highway. I am not going to make it. So I legit had to pull, to pull, to pull, um, to pull on the side because I was just like, I, if I drive it even a two minute down this highway, there's no way I'm going to make it today. So that was like a breaking point for me. I was like, like you can't, I can't have these kind of extreme thoughts when I'm just driving. And and that's the other thing is the predictability. You never know what's going to trigger it. And unless you have a mechanism where you can practice to control that, okay. you're going to be at loss. True. Um, so I remember I came back that day. That day I was just completely shaken because of the whole experience. I came home and I just, I was like, I need to go see my doctor like I need to go see somebody and I went to my doctor my doctor have known me since I was like 12 so she has known me a really long time and I went into her office and I just like started bawling like I just started crying my eyes out and like she was actually scared because she's never seen me flinch um and she was like okay let's you know let's let's get you help let's get you help because it got to that point where like mind you I I knew that I had a depression from like middle school i knew something was off i didn't quite know what the word was but i knew something was off and then i went through high school four years went through college four years um had my first job done with that on to my second job um you know 23 years old and just now i'm asking for help like right so uh, i went to her office and i was like I had to do it for me because I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was showing up in those roles True. to the best that I know I can be, right? I can be the best sister. I can be the best daughter, but I couldn't be those because I couldn't get out of bed and I bed. just had to fix it. I had to take care of myself. No one else going to be my hero. I had to do it, right? Yeah, so I think in a way, uh, you know, and just really recognizing the people in my life and saying like, I really, I, I want to be there for them. I want to live long enough to be there because I, I cannot be freaking having a panic attack in the middle of the highway. That's just, yeah, especially the highway. Like, you can, like, I I was like, I have a mom who relies on me incredibly heavily. So, I, you know what I mean? So, just like in that moment, alhamdulillah, like, I don't know, whatever angel talked to me, I'm grateful for it because I was like, you know, like, literally the next day I went and saw my doctor and I was like, like, we need to do something, you know? So. I, I guess science. I think responsibility probably helped me to kind of like figure it out <laughs> that that like it's better to exactly. just take care of this, you uh, know. Yeah. Um, from what you told me, um, it took you a very long time. Why? Oh my god, like I feel like I could write a whole book as to why, but I think to just, I I think I touched up on it a little bit, but with mental health it comes with incredibly, incredibly, um insane amount of a stigma uh from you know those who don't know like or, or you know i don't know what your demographic is but i am somali i'm black and i'm a woman so i think compile all of that it doesn't really set me up well in terms of believability in terms of credibility in terms of um and they'll, they'll, i'll you know do a personal accountability as well where i i, I just i took on those shames i took on our community really um we're not we're not comfortable about talking about this stuff not even like the, the some of my friends aren't comfortable talking about who are my age who grew up here right, and yeah. i think that goes into show 
societal as as a whole mental health is definitely becoming more of a topic now but it's not still a conversation in homes it's not something we talk about it's not something that um you don't now i've come to the point where i directly ask my friends how are you doing mentally because i realize like that's the only way if you ask someone are you okay what does that even mean? You know what I mean? Are you having yeah. a good day? Like, anyone so, could be like, yeah, I'm yeah, okay. So I'm fine. Right? But deep down, but deep down. But deep down. Like, it's just a like, I, and I was a, a CA um, in college, um, just a little bit of tangent, where we are tra- like, we're trying to sort of directly ask our students, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, or, or the students that we are CAing for, um, or RA, um, directly, if we feel that there are, you know, on the line of suicide, we just simply ask, are you, you know, are you planning on hurting yourself? Like, directly asking directly the question, directly asking the question and, and following up with that and saying, what plans do you have for it? Because that's the only way people are going to be like, oh shit, like you're paying attention. Anyway, so going back to like, why did it take me so long? I think a combination of the fact that our community absolutely refused to acknowledge this, this exists. And I think on top of that, really having difficult time with finding out what the vocab art is like i still haven't really talked to my mom about the fact that i struggle with depression because i don't know how necessarily to have i think she picked up on it she's you know she's an intelligent woman she knows when i'm not being on my best but i think like there's no vocab for it what is the one word you can think of like when they tell you that someone is like mentally not doing well like crazy right like Like, literally and that's not what it means right it's like like, right that's like i was like well it it doesn't necessarily like it's not i'm not like psychologically like screwed up if you will right like i'm not in the psych ward but like you know what i mean (laughs) literally that's where we go our mind is like as somali especially as a somali i can only speak as a somali because that's 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 what i'm comfortable and that's what i know but i think it took me a really long time because there's no space for for someone with multiple identity like myself to really like be like okay like this is going on with me and i i need someone to hear me i need someone to literally like actually comprehend what i'm saying here Listen and not me. try to provide me with solution but just say oh yeah we recognize we see something is going on how can we help and th- there was nothing there there's there's none of that around here so and and i think like there's high expectation of me to like perform really well just from family and friends and people who know me in my life which is an honor it's a flattering but also forces you to remain silent Mm -hmm. because you never want to disappoint those people who believe in you right you don't want to seem like which is not a disappointment to have like to have a depression or to have anxiety doesn't make you any less credible it doesn't make you less accomplished um just because you have these things if anything it shows your strength it shows your endurance um, able to to get through the bad day to 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 hope for a better day, you know. So, I think to to really it's it's hard to answer the question of why does it take so long for someone to answer because everyone has a different journey, everyone has a different reason. Um, you might you know for a couple of years actually feel really well and then all of a sudden something triggers you and then now you're back to square one so everyone has a different route but for me i think it was mainly to do with the fact that like we are from a conservative community we are a community that really believes in hadad uh, hadad um if you just pray it away to cook yeah yeah just pray away Uh, to cook i'm like i did that you don't think i tried that thank you sir (laughs) right or like your iman must be weak and i'm like 
I'm pretty certain we all can work on our iman. So, sure. you know what I mean. So I think these things where it's just like, it does. It's not helpful. It's not help. It's like salat, your Quran, like, um, all of these things are supplements. They cannot be the source of. Or they can. They can help us greatly, right? Having faith in Allah and and praying and hoping that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala would always find a way for us is really, really, really a meaningful tool to to combat. But it's only one part of the solution. It's not the whole part. It can't be the whole part, right? If someone needs, if someone needs to take antidepressant like myself, you need antidepressant. There's no way around it, True. right? Um, so like those things where people are telling you to just go pray away, to to increase your iman. I'm like, thank you. Those are didn't think of those at all, you know. Uh, and like it's it's hard to just not roll your eyes because you're like, I tr- I tried. Like, I am literally trying here, um, but it doesn't seem to be getting better. So, and instead of them being like, you know what, combine whatever you know, exercise, and all of these different things that you actually have to do multiple things to combat depressant. Even antidepressants aren't bulletproof. They're not going to solve all your issues, you know? Um, so, you know, going back to, sorry about the tangent, but going back to the original question of, you know, why does it take someone to, to really ask for help so long um is is merely the environment around us is the people is the is how sh- our communities is structured is uh the responsibility that we often put on people uh, especially young women to to do really well and not to, sh- to show uh to just take and take and take and not really uh, ask anything in return i think that that had a lot a lot um to do with it really to- so um let's get into assumptions i know the community isn't really really open about depressions and all of that mm-hmm. so why do you think the community thought your iman must be weak you know yeah i mean i think it's like uh the first instinct um for people is to provide solutions and that mm-hmm. one way to do that is to basically uh look for the flaws which is awful uh like it's just awful because you like to you know assumptions like make both parties i think feel disconnected which is why i think people should really refrain from it instead of like try really ha- having conversation with that person um even if you don't fully understand what they're saying um try to listen try to understand and i think people would legit like it's not just me but i think i've seen multiple of other people who have been told like you know go pray it away your iman must be you know increase your iman you know all of these things and i'm like these people are trying we're trying but it's not working you know so like all of these things all of these things like we talk about it we talk about it and we talk about it but so like nothing really ever gets done and i i think our our community doesn't only assume that your you know iman must be weak or you're you're not praying enough but they also assume you're mentally weak right and i don't think this is just on our own community i think that's why the other reason that it takes so long for people to come uh, to, to really say that they have depression or anything like that is because people assume that or that the person who actually does have the depression is going to think or thinks oh like people are gonna think I'm mentally weak. I can't. I can't even deal with my own emotion. God, like how am I supposed to deal with life? You know what I mean. True. So, which is not the case. It's nothing to do with one. The the two have nothing to do with one another. And until we break the the ice, until we break the stigma around people who mentally struggle are weak. 
it's never gonna go away. It's never gonna go away. People are forever gonna remain silent and suffer silently and never ask for help because they wanna, you know, so many professionals, wallahi, kid you not, so many professionals struggle silently because they don't wanna lose credibility. They don't wanna be seen as less um, lawyer, less doctor, less anything because they are mentally, you know, struggling with what's going on in their life or what's going on um, in their brain. And, and I was like, you you can't and the worst war you can have is a war with your own mind and not yeah, no one else it. seeing it hmm. and you have this in, internal war the mind that's supposed to lead you it's like fighting against you and now the whole world is also looking at you and feeling you feel like the whole world's laughing at you and and then saying you're fabricating this and, and you're you know you, you, you just just can't be real and um, just because you don't experience it doesn't mean it's not real it, it you know what I mean? Like, it's not just because it's not a mutual experience, it doesn't mean it's not relevant or it's not important. Um, so I think just reframing from assuming things from people, of reframing from thinking that someone is, 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 is either high functioning or is, you know, looks like they're happy, that they're that, that something's not going on. That something I hope they are happy, I hope that, that they're functioning and they're happy and they're wealthy, um, in, in, in health. But we have to make sure that, they, that the people are actually are that way, and in, in, in reality, you know. So yeah. So 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 so, why do you think people are afraid of um, seeking help? I mean, just you know, like literally, just going back to what we you know talked about is it's it's the idea of seeing a counselor or a therapist. I think the first time I said that to somebody, I think they like paused, legit, like stopped at what they were doing, like. Wait, you actually see a counselor? I'm like, yeah, I do. Literally once a week, <laughs> like every week, you know. So like the idea, they're like, and I and I think even for me it took a really long time. Legit, I like saw a counselor for like a couple months, and I stopped for like almost like good six months, and then I went back because I was like, because one it dawned on me that like the role of a counselor or a therapist is not to fix your problem, it's to help you process it. Until you, until Allah, until you get that in your head, mm-hmm. it's not gonna go anywhere. Like you can have roadblocks, right? I, like recently, one of my friends was asking me for uh, to see if I knew any counselor that would talk to her, and I said, "Listen, like my piece of advice to you is when you go into a counselor uh, or a therapist or someone you see, know that they're not gonna fix your problem, or they're not gonna fix. I, I, the problem is the wrong word, but they're not gonna fix whatever's going on." They're, the only thing that they can do for you is be there, understand, empathize, empathize with you, and help you process, right? The word here is process. Process what is going on so that you can break, you know, even the best analyst sometimes can't process their own emotion. They can't process what's going on, right? So this person is there as a resources, as a tool to help you literally break apart what is going on get to the root of what's causing your anxiety get and that may take two days that may take 10 years i don't know everyone has a different trauma that they are experiencing everyone has a different life it's expanding life um difficulties and and and, and struggles that they're gonna have to undo and and, and unlearn so like having that well like having the, the the idea that like oh like my counselor is just there to help me process. She's not fixing anything. I, there isn't anything li- like quite literally broken in me, but there's certain things that I need to work on 
that to better myself to be prepared for tomorrow and to be there for the people that I need to be there for you know True. so um and then uh, but to to really answer your question of why was it do I seek help or why is it important to seek help no no the question was um why are people afraid of seeking help and uh, again, it's a stigma, 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 stigma. I cannot emphasize that enough where people had that even, you know, the idea that you might be struggling alone is a terrifying prospect, right? Like True. that alone is a terrifying prospect. Um, I remember what, like my best friend from college, uh, the month that, the four months that I mentioned that I couldn't get out of bed, like, I wasn't in contact with it, much of anybody, like, I'm pretty much, and she, she's known me enough to know me, like, what, like, what the hell's going on with you, and I remember I was at work, and I texted her, and I was like, I'm just trying to get through the day, well, like, I was like, I, literally. I literally, I can show you the text, I was like, I only have the energy to get through the day right now, that's it, I don't have any more expense to give it to anybody else, and she's like, hell like do something about it right so and being honest just really being honest with yourself sure. but people are afraid because what if my best friend's reaction was Ugh, get over yourself can you imagine that yeah, right sure. or telling your parent and they're being like like what what's going on with you i've seen worse sure. like what what are you complaining about or there's a hunger uh, there's a child you know dying from hunger like what what are you complaining about Sure. You know, so th that fear of like, shit, my biggest one was like, I have nothing to complain. People have it worse. That was legit where it shouldn't be that way. We all have our struggles. We all have our problems. We all are have our traumas. Like True. there's no, there's no need to compare. Right. True. So I think like just that fear of, of just not feeling like, oh, you, you're not capable. You're not. You know, you're not credible. You're not. Yeah. You're making it up. Uh, so all of these things, like everyone has a different fear as to why they don't ask for help. But I think the general ones, it's just like, just the fear that society already rejects you just merely because you don't function on the same level as everyone else. But also realizing that oh shit, now one more weakness I have to I have to cover. So, which is not a weakness. That's you know? true. So. No, I know you mentioned a lot about counseling um mm -hmm. do you think they're like the only people that can help you i mean I, first and foremost i always say people like talk to the people you trust the most and that also puts responsibility on the people you trust because i think that now i'm like really becoming man as man i'm just talking about me i am becoming very direct i don't ask people if they're okay on it Okay. I'm going to just directly ask you if I think something is off or something's going on with you or you're being too quiet or you're being, more, you know, quieter than usual or mm -hmm. you just seemed a little out of it. Whatever the case may be, especially if I'm someone, I'll be like, how are you doing mentally? Like, what have you done lately to really check on yourself? True. Like, really, it helps that I'm in the legal world that I ask the questions. Like, I'm comfortable asking directly, like... Legit, like, I would call my friends FaceTime and be like, what's going on? Like, like, and sometimes people are not going to be upcoming, upfront about it. So you need to build that trust and you need to build that comfort level. And I, fortunately enough for me, I have that level with my friends to be able to be like, okay, 
we're not gonna just pretend like you just not go like a week with getting out of bed without getting out of bed, right? Sure. So I think just really, really, really being direct and and really being like honest with yourself. Wallahi, this like that's the only saving grace that you got. It's really being able to be like, it's not normal that I can't get out of bed. It is not normal. I can't concentrate. This like we all have concentration issues here and there, but True. to go on for hours without being able to focus on anything, to have the worst insomnia or the other effect where I can sleep for two weeks and I still be tired, like straight, like right because your True. brain is constantly at war with, with itself. For me, anyways. Um, so I, you know, like I could really get a good night's sleep and be tired. Or not get any sleep for weeks. And that's also a case for a lot of people. So I think it's just a matter of, one, find the people you can trust in your circle. If And, and I don't really want to, like, harp on our community, but, like, if you know somebody, whether it be the imam, whether it be, you know, your mom's friend, whether it be your own friend, someone you can trust. If you don't have access, I know that I'm fortunate enough to be have insurance that covers my counselings. Not everyone is that lucky. I know that. I know that. I'm privileged enough to have that. But please, like, do whatever you got to do to seek for help. And if one of your friends isn't able to understand or willing to listen, find someone else. Reach out to organizations, right, um, that do that directly deal with mental health. Um, you'd be surprised. You really would be surprised how many people are willing to listen compared to how many won't, you know. So just seek. Just seek help. Uh, sometimes the first round might not work, but the second and the third round might—it's uh, likely to work, you know. And and just be sincere and be honest and say, listen, like I don't know what tomorrow is gonna bring for me if I don't get this help. Like just honestly, straight up, oh, you know what I mean? Like don't sugarcoat it. Be honest with yourself, and seek as much help as you can. And just and and talk to people and talk to people. Don't isolate yourself. That's the worst. That, that's what your mind is gonna tell you to isolate because that's isolate, better off. Yeah. But well, like, don't isolate yourself. It's not going to solve your problem, you know? The people out there that can help. Yeah. Yeah. Especially trained for it, too. Say that again? Especially trained for it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, people, yeah, people were trained for it, and nowadays more and more stuff are out there uh, for people to really, like, get basic knowledge on it anyways. Don't don't play the role of a counselor, because if you're not certified, please don't play that role. But, yeah, um, yeah but um, really do seek help and, and talk, talk, to, talk to people. Acknowledge people's humanity, too. And that's for people who, you know, who know people who struggle. Please just show your humanity. Be kind and, and, and ask someone how's, how they're doing, you know, so. Um, thank you so much, Mana. I um, appreciate you being here. Uh, and, and, and I hope everyone who's dealing with depression seeks help and know that people do care about you. And yeah, thank yeah. you so much, Mana. Yeah, thank you for having me.